Welcome to Jewish Magic, where we explore all things magic in and around Judaism. I'm Michelle Leffler, shamanic energy alchemist and Jewish extraordinaire. I'm the owner of Living Moon Meditation, where I help people find balance in their personal, professional, and spiritual lives. It's my honor to talk to you about Jewitry and Jewish magic. Let's get started. Welcome to episode five of Jewish Magic. In our last episode, we talked about some symbols that are associated with Rosh Hashanah. And in this episode, I want to speak about specifically food symbols for Rosh Hashanah. So why do I want to talk about food? Well, Food is a big part of Judaism in general. It is a big part of Jewish holidays, and Rosh Hashanah is rife with symbolism. Every food that we eat for Rosh Hashanah has a symbolic meaning. It's not something that's done willy-nilly, just we eat these things because they taste good, which they do, but there is symbolic meaning behind each one and as witchy Jews we know that when we eat something with symbolic meaning we're taking that symbolic meaning into ourselves so it's good to know what that meaning is if it's something that we're ingesting that we're bringing into our bodies into our minds into our souls we kind of need to know what it is that we're embodying there so that's what I'm going to be talking about in this episode, the symbolic meaning behind the foods we eat specifically at Rosh Hashanah. The first one I want to talk about is apples and honey. Now this is the quintessential symbol for Rosh Hashanah. Apples and honey represent all that this holy day represents. This is the one food combination that everybody who has heard of Rosh Hashanah hears about. Everybody knows about apples and honey. I'll be talking about some that may be a little less familiar to some people, but again, everybody associates apples and honey with Rosh Hashanah. We yearn for a sweet year, not just a sweet start to the year, but we want a sweet year throughout the year. Apples are sweet and honey is sweet. But when we combine apples and honey, the sweetness melds into a deeper level without becoming overpowering. And apples have been traditionally seen as having healing properties. You know that whole an apple a day keeps the doctor away kind of thing. So we have the whole symbolism of health and vitality with apples as well as the sweetness of apples and then the sweetness of honey being paired together. And this is why this sweetness and this hope for a sweet new year is also why our raisin or our challah is raisin studded for Rosh Hashanah. And speaking of challah, I want to talk about round challah. Traditionally, our challah is a long, straight braid, bra braided bread. That is what you think of when you think of challah. But at Rosh Hashanah, we take that braided loaf and we make it into a circle. We have round challah. Now, the shape, the round shape symbolizes the creation of the world. 
as we talked about in the last episode, Rosh Hashanah or the six the six days prior to Rosh Hashanah, it's when the world was created, whether you think it was six days or on Rosh Hashanah. Um, we have that whole world, new world creation symbolism going on with the round shape of the challah. Now, the roundness of the challah also symbolizes the circle of life. And a little joke here, I hear Simba love to eat it on the African plains, you know, circle of life. I'm not going to sing because I can't carry a tune in a bucket with a lid on it, but there you go. So we have the wheel of the year, the cycle of life, round hala, it all goes together. And we stud our Rosh Hashanah hala with raisins, sometimes apples, uh, which is another way of symbolizing and wishing for a sweet year um, coming up. Now, another food that is associated with Rosh Hashanah is a fish head, a whole fish, or a fish head, or a ram's head. Now, a ram's head, or the head of a fish, specifically a carp, is used to symbolize the head of the new year. And I talked about the meaning of the head of the year in our last episode, but we bring that in literally with the head of a ram or the head of a fish. Now, the head is also a way to symbolize our desire for personal leadership as it is reflected in the Rosh Hashanah blessing. May it be God's will that we will be a head and not a tail. That is part of the Rosh Hashanah liturgy. So if we're wishing and praying to be a head or a leader and not a tail or a follower, then it makes sense that we would eat a head. Now, if you're vegetarian and you don't eat meat or you don't have access to the head of an animal, you can substitute this with a head of lettuce, which I usually do, a head of lettuce, just because it's easier and I'm trying to eat less meat, but that's neither here nor there. Pomegranates also are a symbol of Rosh Hashanah. It is an, another iconic symbol, one that a lot of people associate with the Jewish New Year. There are a lot of seeds in a pomegranate, and these seeds are said to represent the 613 mitzvot in the Torah. So no matter what your level of religious observance is, we all can agree that we wish for a year filled with good deeds and an honorable year. So go out and eat a pomegranate if you can. They're tasty too. Some other foods that are symbolic of Rosh Hashanah or that are eaten at this time for symbolic reasons. There's actually several I want to talk about. The first one being dates. Now the word dates in Hebrew is tamar and it resembles the word Yitamu, which means end. So dates are eaten for the wish that hatred will end during the upcoming year. String beans are eaten because we wish for our merits to increase. The Hebrew word rubia, which is string beans, resembles the word yerbu, which means increase. Root vegetables like squash, pumpkins, gourds are eaten at this time 
one because it's coming into the season for root vegetables but also because it is we eat them as a symbolic prayer that God will tear away all evil decrees against us the word kara for squash resembles the word for tear likra and I am not an expert on Hebrew pronunciation so bear with me on that and feel free to gently correct my pronunciation if you would like but please don't be mean about it because I will admit I am not the greatest at Hebrew pronunciation now spinach is also eaten at the new year the word for spinach select resembles the word for retreat yistalku we eat the spinach in hopes that all of our enemies will retreat from us in the coming year. So, that's a quick rundown of a few symbolic foods and their meanings for Rosh Hashanah, why we eat them specifically at this time. And I learned a bit in researching this episode, and I hope you learned something and that you now understand the meaning behind your favorite symbolic foods for Rosh Hashanah. Have a great new year and Lashana Tova. Are you looking for a grounded, earth-based approach to the Jewish will of the year? If you're like a lot of witchy Jewish types, then you know how tough it is to find reliable information on earth-based practices in Judaism. It seems like every time you try to find witchy Jewish practices, you just end up finding traditional witchcraft or appropriated practices. It's frustrating, it's alienating, and it's almost impossible to find what you're looking for. Until now. The Complete Jewish Will of the Year is your guide to quickly and easily understanding the basics of the Jewish year from an earth-based perspective. This self-paced course is available as a whole, or you can access individual modules. For more information, you can find it on my website, www.livingmoonmeditation.com, and then click the Courses tab. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Jewish Magic. It's truly been my pleasure to talk to you today. If you like this episode or you think it will be useful for someone else, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. If you've got any questions, send me a DM on Instagram at Living Moon Meditation. Remember, life is all about magic you can do. See you next time.